0: Sometimes there's no one else who loves me like you used to Sometimes we're not ourselves, there's no one I can turn to Welcome to the Voice of V podcast. This is V, your host. I'm a motivational speaker, a podcaster, an emotional gangster, and a spiritual thug. I created this podcast to share my emotional healing journey so that others could be motivated to go from being victims of circumstance and becoming a badass that has overcome. These are my stories. These are your stories. These are our stories. So join me on this journey as we take back our peace and begin to create a new way of thinking and a new way of life. Mic check, mic check, mic check. You know what time it is. That's right. That's right. Shout out to everyone that's listening. Shout out if you're watching. Shout out to the fellas. What's up? Shout out to the ladies. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. And so I just want to say hello. It's your courageous, bodacious, fierce host, vivacious V. it's been a minute and i know that i posted some old stuff but good stuff i myself was laughing at the stupid stuff that was coming out of my mouth but you know what like i am a really fun person like i'm funny i know y'all get to hear like some of the serious things some of you know me like in different ways right some of you know me as a very serious person right um if i've worked with you and it's been like more of a mentor um, type of relationship. And it was a few years ago, you probably know the really serious side of me, right? And so I am, I'm a leader. That's, that's just what I have been called to be and do, right? So I lead. And for a while there, I was like, um, I don't feel like leading. I don't, you know, I just didn't want the responsibility. I just wanted to be like, a follower, I guess. I don't know what to say, but I have accepted and embraced the fact that I am called to be a voice, a voice for those that don't have one. And also to be uh, some type of, (laughs) what's the word I'm looking for? Be like a light in this world that can be dark In a world where a lot of people choose to live in their pain, choose to live in their hurt, and sometimes some people don't know that there's a different way to live. That's all they know, and so that's what's normal for them. So if y'all remember, (laughs) the way I came up with Voice of V was because I had lost my voice. I have been through stuff just like everyone else, right? So I don't make excuses, and I never have. I've never been one to excuse my behavior because, oh, my parents didn't do this for me or they did this to me or this happened to me. So that's why I am the way I am. I've never been that person. Unfortunately, though, I was a person that did not truly understand or accept the fact that I had gone through trauma. Instead, I suppressed it. Instead, it was like, well, my stuff is not as bad as so-and-so's. So I can't complain about it because it could be worse. So I was never processing the trauma, never processing the hurt, never allowing myself to feel what I was feeling, right? So that's bad too. And I know there are lots of you that do that. And it's something you should really work on. I can't tell you the freedom that comes when you finally, excuse me, allow your emotions to help you understand that there's something that's going on with you your body always remembers. And I remember being sick all the time because I was so stressed out and just was carrying all this weight and and honestly I would get literally get sick to my stomach because I carry my emotions in my stomach. And so I'm suppressing all these things and I'm having all these stomach issues, having appointments. I have, you know, a gastro doctor because I was having all these issues that were going on. And I promise you like I had to go and get examined every year for sure for many years and the last time that I went to my checkup was maybe three two years ago something like that it may have been more than that and they told me everything looks great you don't have to see us for 10 years and I was like what but I knew it had to do with the way that I was dealing with things now it had to do with Managing my stress better. I'm not saying I have it down, y'all. So trust me, it's a process and, and it's, it's a, a journey. It's ongoing for me. I don't have it down straight yet. I don't. So I share my journey with you guys because I want you to know that there is hope. And I want you to know that you are not stuck. Back in the day, we were taught that our brains and our way of thinking and just our lives were Permanent, like whatever was going on with you, like that's what you had to deal with for the rest of your life. Whatever situation you had, whatever the way that your perspective is, the way that your mind is, mental problems, digestive issues, physical health problems, whatever it was, that's what it's going to be. And it's amazing when you find out that no it's not. It doesn't have to be. There are so many things out there that can help you change, especially with your mental health. So, I'm not a professional, guys. I can only share my experiences with you. So, everything that I share on this podcast has to do with my own experiences, what I've been through, what I have learned. I read, I do what I can to try to learn and share these things with you, right? So, I have shared already and I made it, you know, I put it out there because I didn't wanna back out. So I'm challenging myself and I'm gonna do that 75 hard challenge. And I think a lot of you may know about it, but some of you don't know what I'm talking about. So what it is, is you commit to 75 days of exercising twice a day, at least 45 minutes each day. And one of those workouts has to be outside. Right. So I don't know how that's going to work for me, but I'm going to have to make it work. And of course, drink a gallon of water every day. What The water is something that I do all the time anyway, because my body's just used to it. Um, what else do you have to read at least 10 pages a day? Um, and so it has to be like um, nonfiction. That's what it has to be. And no cheat meals. And uh, what else? No alcohol. and also take um photos every day like I don't like taking photos like I I can't see myself taking photos every day but I'm, I'm gonna do this challenge so I'm gonna do it all the way like fine I have to work out outside which I like working out outside especially when I do my bike rides but the weather has not been the greatest so I don't know how I'm gonna do it with when the weather's not so great but definitely I'm gonna have to do the two workouts a day. So if you are interested in doing that, let me know. Uh, I'm gonna open up this group, or I have a group, right, that is called Work It, Twerk It. And I think we started it like last year in January, and then it just kind of like died out, right? We didn't really do much with it. But I will post um, some of those things on there, a little guideline, a little PDF that you can print out if you want to do the challenge. And um, it's accountability with yourself. The group is only going to be for encouragement. It's not going to be like, oh, I'm watching you. Let me see. Did you do your stuff? I'm not going to be checking on you. I'm going to be posting so that I'm accountable to the people in that group. And vice versa. Like, we just help each other, encourage each other. And so that, I'm excited about that. Like, okay, not really excited. But I know that I need to do it. And the reason why Mostly is I need to break um the routine that I've been in. It has not been a very healthy one. And I don't just mean like with my eating habits, because you do have to eat better while you're on the 75, like try to cook instead of eat out all the time or make better choices. But anyway, I've been watching too much TV. I have not been putting in time and organizing myself and that was that's something that I really need to do. I have to have a routine, y'all. I have to have a routine for each day. I have and that might sound boring to some people. It might sound like no, I don't want a routine. I want to be able to be spontaneous. Yes, you're able to be. However, like with my workouts, with my eating, I have to have a routine. I have to. I'm not saying I have to do the same thing every single day it'll be different routines, different food, but I have to have a routine to where like, okay, I go to work, you know, and then afterwards I go straight to the gym. That's how I work. That's just what works for me. That's what helps me be less stressed out. Right. I have a stressful job. So that's why I do the routine stuff. So anyway, um, and I want to get back to that. So that's going to help me. So that's something that I know the 75 hard is going to help me get into a routine of things and getting used to waking up early because I've also been getting to work late, which is bad, you know? So, um, that's another thing is I want to get to places on time. So I feel this will help me with my discipline. Right. And I'm being honest with y'all. Like y'all can judge me. y'all can say whatever. I still get things done, but then I'm stressing out because I'm rushing everywhere. I still get them all done But I don't want to stress out. I don't want to be rushing. I don't want to be cussing people out in traffic when it's my fault that I'm running, late. you know, but people do suck at driving, though. So anyway, (laughs) um, so I wanted to share something with you guys. uh, And that's why I'm like, um, I don't have an outline today. So bear with me if I'm all over the place. I apologize, but I'm gonna try to keep, you know, keep it to what I wanna share with you and I wanna share my heart. And it might be a short recording, which is okay. So I want uh, to address something that was shared with me and it had to do with a post, uh, my video that I posted about um, doing the 75 hard, right? And I was just sharing how I had gone to the gym three times last week. (laughs) And for some of you, there's like, that's the norm for me. Well, let me tell you why that is significant for me. Let me tell you why that was a milestone, why that was a marker for me, why that meant so much to me. And um, it had to do with anxiety. And that's what I want to talk about is I had really bad anxiety with um, a lot of things like, uh, okay, first, let me backtrack. I didn't know what it was like to deal with anxiety. I didn't know how difficult and how paralyzing it is to people. And I feel for you if you have dealt with anxiety. But I also know that I did not want to remain in anxiety because it's just not good for me. It's just not something that I want. I know like for me personally, the anxiety that I had had to do with things that I experienced. Right. So I have always been one that likes to go work out. I've always been one that you would call a gym rat. Like I like going to the gym. I love doing those things. So I all of a sudden just felt this anxiety when I thought about even going to the gym, I would start feeling nervous And I felt like my heart would start racing, which was crazy, right? And I would just feel tense. It just made me feel ugly. And I didn't understand like, oh my God, why did I feel like this? And it was during one of my counseling sessions that I brought it up. And I told, you know, I told the, you know, my therapist, I was like, I don't understand why I'm feeling this because I've always used workouts. I've always used physical activity as a way to clear my head, as a way to help me relieve stress. However, this is causing me stress and yeah, I do the bike riding and I, I turned to bike riding because that really would help me clear my head. Like I would go on bike rides by myself because I found it so relaxing because I wanted to just clear my head and just to be able to ride and see the beautiful views out there. It, it just helped me. It helped me reach my peaceful place. And then two, well, when I would go to the gym, I would hit the gym hard. I would hit the weights. I would run on the treadmill, you know, do different workouts at the gym. And I actually know how to use the equipment, right? (laughs) So I enjoyed that time as well. And I had no problem going to the gym by myself at all. None. I would go to classes by myself. I would do my weight training by myself, have my little guides. But all of a sudden, I just could not go. And I, um, so it had to do, I figured we figured out after talking and stuff, figured out that it had to do with the fact that the gym that I was going to was the gym that I used to go to when I was married. And when I was, um, so I would go clearly with, with the ex. And also we had like a little workout group and guess what? The woman that he cheated with, she was part of our group too. Right. So some of y'all know the story, you know, long story short, Ex cheated with uh, someone I actually knew. We were all part of a group and here we are, right? Divorced. So the thing is that I was put through a lot. He really played a number on my emotions, on my mental health. I don't think that (laughs) I have ever experienced something that made Everything just come flooding to the surface or everything rising to the surface, I should say. And I, when I mean everything, I'm talking about all the stuff that I had been suppressing, all the things that I had not addressed, things that I had been through, what he put me through. It triggered all of those things. Reason being is I put up with a lot of crap because I had learned to. I learned it in my childhood. I learned how to be quiet just to avoid conflict. You know, as a kid, I, I, I learned it at a very young age. I learned at a very young age that things just don't always work out for me. I meant for me. I learned at a very lo- young age. I'm not saying these things are right. I'm just telling you what I learned. I learned at a very young age that uh, sometimes your feelings just don't matter. And you just got to go with the flow. I learned at a very young age that Viola's <laughs> last. Let's take care of everybody else, right? So I learned all these things. And I also learned that uh, it's okay for Viola to set her feelings aside so that other people can feel comfortable. It's okay for me to feel uncomfortable so you can feel comfortable. These are things that I learned. I'm not saying these are things that are healthy, These things are horrible. (laughs) They're horrible. And maybe you find yourself in that place and maybe just even thinking about it, maybe just me saying those things makes you feel like this sucks. It sucks to be this person. And maybe it makes you cry. Maybe it makes you want to cry. Maybe it makes you angry at yourself because you've been putting up with all these things, right? You can change those things. I promise you because I have. Because I can tell you today without a doubt, with all the confidence in the world, with everything in me, that the stuff I put up with three years ago or four years ago, you <laughs> you got me effed up. If you think I'ma put up with that crap, I'm not, and I won't, and I wouldn't. But I was in a different space. I was in, in a different place. Everybody knew me as a very strong person, and everybody knew the me before I went through this stuff. Before I was in a relationship that was tearing me apart little by little. I've always been known as an independent woman, as a confident woman, as someone that gets things done, as someone that does not put up with crap from anybody. That's how i have been known. I've been known as very strong people respect me. People, some people were just scared of me. (laughs) Not proud of that. Right. So to know and for my some of some of the people to actually find out the things that I was going through. I, I had one person just start crying like I had no idea that you were going through these things. Because I've gotten so good at wearing masks. I've gotten so good at hiding these things. And there are some of you that are going through life. And you're wearing this mask. This mask that you think that you have to wear. You're being this person that you feel you have to be for everyone else. But yet at night when you look. When it's time. Take off the makeup. Or get out of that suit. And you look in the mirror. And you don't even recognize that person in front of you. Or you don't even want to look in the mirror. Because you're afraid of what you're going to see. If you're in that place. Let me tell you. You don't have to stay there. You do not. And I can relate with that. Except you know. I didn't wear suits. But (laughs) wiping off the makeup. And having to look at myself in in the mirror. And not recognizing that person that I'm looking at. Or feeling so angry at myself. And beating myself up more. Let me tell you something about people that hate on me or which i yes there are haters out there everybody has them but people that criticize me i can guarantee you that whatever criticism whatever put down whatever you want to gossip about me or something you want to say about me that's negative i promise you that i would have beat you to it i would beat myself up worse than anybody else i have been known to be my worst critic And it took time for me to get out of that place, right? So now when I talk to myself, when I look in the mirror, I love who I see. I love who I see, you guys. I'm not talking about like, oh, because I put eyelashes on today or my makeup. No, I'm talking about like, even when I'm just, with my hair all messy, I just got out of bed and it's all crazy looking. But to look at myself in the mirror and to be proud of myself and to see the, progress that I have made I can't explain to you how good that feels I cannot and you might say well you don't know what I've been through you don't understand how hard it is for me I can't get to the place where you're at I promise you that you can I can't help you get there but a therapist can help you get there but first of all first 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 and foremost you have to make a decision to want to you have to make a decision to want to put in the work just like this 75 hard challenge I have to make a decision. Do I really want to do this? Do I want to commit to this? And why do I want to commit to this? And I can tell you why. Because I need a change. I want something different. I'm tired of the same old, same old. I don't want to do it for anybody else. I don't want to do it because I want to be skinny. I don't want to do it because of anything other than I know I need to change my current habits. I know that I need a change for me. I'm not where I want to be. So in order for me to change or head in a different direction, I can't continue to do the same things, right? So sounds easy, sounds obvious, sounds like common sense, but habits are so hard to break. (laughs) Goodness gracious, they're so hard to break, you know, but it's possible. Just like you learned the bad habit, you can unlearn the bad habit. It's hella hard, but you can learn new habits, right? So that's why. You know, I'm pushing that 75 hard. Like maybe y'all are going to get sick of me. And you're like, no, I'm fine where I'm at. That is okay. If you're happy where you're at, you're okay where you're at. That is absolutely okay. I am talking about me. This is what I want to do. And I don't want to be like going through this 75 hard challenge by myself. I want other people to suffer with me. (laughs) (laughs) I want all my friends to do it with me. You know, so I wait, none of us drink alcohol for 75 days, (laughs) it'll make it easier, (laughs) no, I can do it, I can do it, come on, y'all, like, if I stop drinking for, like, 12, 13 years, I can do 75 days, right, and plus, I don't have a Valentine's Day date anyway, so (laughs) I might just have, like, a bottle, I mean, not a bottle, (laughs) a glass of wine on that day, you know, and that's what I'm saying, like, For special occasions, like you decide what you're going to do. I know what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do what I feel is important to me and is going to work for me. We could be doing the same challenge. We're not going to be doing the same workouts. You're going to do your own workouts. We're not going to be reading the same book. You're going to read whatever book you choose to read. And um, I've, I've made up my mind. I have this. It's an old book. I can't even tell you who wrote it or whatnot. But a few years ago like kid you not, like maybe five years ago or six years ago, it was a reading suggested to me because I was a big, big, big people pleaser. And the reason I was a people pleaser was because I wanted to to be accepted. Right. And I learned that as a child as well. So anyway, it's called tired of trying to measure up. I'm going to read that book. That's going to be the first book I read. I don't know if it's going to last the 75 days cuz I don't think there are that many pages in it. Like I mean it's 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 not like a short book, but still, I don't know if it's enough, but still I that's the one that I'm going to start with because I feel like that's going to really help me with this journey that I'm starting, right? And of course, if I'm reading it and I'm learning stuff, guess what? I'm going to share that with you. And I know it has to do with people pleasing and honestly that book is actually speaks to christians just like any other group anything else that any group you decide to be in you have different dynamics and there are extremists and then there's and cliques and all that stuff that stuff happens everywhere it happens in your workplace it happens with your family you know it addresses how you can get caught up in trying to please people right because you want to um Reach certain standards in your life, and 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 you can get like that. You can get to the point where it's like, like let's say I'm doing the seventy five hard, and people want to do it with me, and we're in this group, and a part of me could start, um, because I'm posting every day, I, I could start feeling like, oh, I gotta make sure I do this that way I can share it with the group, so that the group is impressed. You know what I mean? Like it just can happen in in any type of group. So, anyways, that's the book I'm gonna start with, and I'm excited. All that to say, uh, somebody reached out to me because of the last, the, the post, uh, the original post. I, I shared it in my story. I didn't share the video. Maybe I'll post it later. But I shared about my anxiety, right? And we finally figured out that it had to do with that. Partially, I feel like a part of me was afraid that I was going to run into to my ex and and that woman, right? <clears throat> and I didn't know how I was going to feel, I I would feel anxiety. I would feel like if I did see them, it would really make me mad and I want might want to fight them. Or maybe it would make me feel really, really sad. Uh, the whole situation was disappointing. So I wasn't sure how I was going to react. So it was giving me anxiety. And not only that, that's just the place where we all used to work out. So that also contributed to the anxiety because then it would make me think of them. When I went to the gym, to that gym, it made me think of them. So that was what was causing the anxiety, right? So it's crazy because it was like, these things are going on in my mind and in my emotions and (laughs) it's in my subconscious or what? Because it's not like I was thinking that. I was not thinking that at all. But clearly, as we began to dig in, Then I began to understand and see like, oh, that's it right there. You know, so now I get it. So now it makes sense. So I had two options or, you know, I had a few options, but I had the option of finding another gym. Don't go to that gym. If it triggers you, don't go there, you know, but then there was also the learning to respond to triggers instead of reacting to them. So I was like, okay, I need to get over that. Why am I going to allow this anxiety and this fear to change where I go? That's where I like to go. It's close to home. I have a membership. And if y'all know me, I I don't like change. (laughs) So, um, when it comes to things like that, like my bank accounts, my, (laughs) my gym membership, like I hate switching, you know, um, those type of things. Right. So then the other option of course was, you know, to not work out at a gym. So I chose for a while, I didn't go to the gym and then it was like when I was ready, um, Then I was going to start to, you know, go to the gym and it was going to be little steps. So let me tell you how I did it, because I want you to be encouraged. If you are going through something like that, there are different things that you can do, different steps you can take. Right. So the way that I worked this particular situation, the anxiety of going to the gym uh, was first, you know, I would I would pack my gym bag every day. I promise you I did this for a long time. I would pack my gym bag. I had it ready. It was in my trunk. And then it's like, okay, because I'm going to go to the gym eventually. And it wasn't like, I don't want to go. It was the anxiety that was really, really getting to me. And I just, I, it, I would just feel so like, oh, just paralyzed. Just thinking about going to the gym, right? So I packed my bag and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to go today. And I didn't. And I was like, okay. Maybe tomorrow. I just left that gym bag in the trunk, you know, because it's like go for a bike ride instead and or or work out at home, you know, and I kept doing that. I kept doing that. So then it, I went to the next step, right? OK, now I'm going to drive to the gym and I would drive to the gym and and see how I felt. And if I felt like, OK, I'm going to be courageous enough today to get off, to get out of my car and actually work out, then I'm going to do it. And so I would go and I would see the, you know, front door. And if there was no parking, it was like, no, not today. I'm leaving. You know, it was just like, I did that a few times. I would drive to the gym and then leave. Right. So then I finally drove to the gym and I parked (laughs) and it was like late. Right. So I park and I get off and they're like, "Uh, we're closing in like 10 minutes. I was like, Dang it, but at least I got off, right? So I was like, okay, at least I got out of my car and I got off. So then I went another time and I parked and I didn't get off, but I just parked, right? So then I left again. So then finally, um, I went. I finally went, I finally parked, I finally checked in, I finally got to the back, finally did my workout. The first time, I was so uncomfortable I felt so out of place. I felt, I still felt the anxiety, but at least I had overcome the fear of not wanting to go or the fear of, you know, like just the the anxiety. It was a big step to be able to go into the gym itself, right? And so then I finally um, did it again. And then I did it again, you know, and then this past week did it three times in a row. And let me tell you the third time this week, um, this week alone, that I did it. I I noticed when I thought about it, when somebody asked me like, man, I'm glad you talked about your anxiety and I'm glad you're open about it because I struggle with it. I just don't know how to talk to people about it, right? So what I did, it, it made me stop and think like, Oh, I did that. I did that. I overcame it. I went. Oh my gosh. And then I thought about how I felt on Thursday when I worked out. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like I'm getting back into it. I'm getting back into that routine. And I'm feeling like, myself again I'm feeling like that person that loved to go to the gym and work out you know so it felt good so that's an accomplishment and for some that might seem like something really small and it's just like okay what's the big deal it's the significance of me overcoming that situation of overcoming that anxiety you know so um I wanted to share that with you because somebody did bring it up and I felt like it's important because you got to know the 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 steps that it takes the progress like the progress that i've made it has not happened overnight can you it has taken time it has taken steps and it has not been easy for me at all at all and i want you to know that because you're seeing now the person that has overcome a lot of those things i post some videos i was talking to one of my um girlfriends and she's like you're so crazy. That video you posted, cracked me up, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> She's like, you're like, I don't know how you're brave enough to do that. It's taking time. And I still get nervous about those. Like I used to get nervous about posting videos and I was like, oh my God, what if, you know, they criticize me. What do they tell me? Like, oh my God, you've gained so much weight. Like get off of TikTok. You're old. <laughs> those things that people say, I don't care. I don't care because If you would see what I have been through and how I have overcome those things, it's amazing, right? So there's so many things I want to share with y'all. And so with anxiety, guys, don't give up on yourself. Don't, don't give up on yourself. Do what you have to do. Some of you may have anxiety disorder and you have to get, you know, help from your doctor, you know, figure those things out. But if you know that it has to do with something that happened to you, some people get PTSD from being in abusive relationships. I personally feel like it, I, I was struggling with some PTSD because I was put through a lot. I really was. And I survived. <laughs> I survived and I'm here. And I did not understand everything that I had gone through at the moment. And I felt very disappointed, felt like a failure. But you know what? I don't, I don't feel like a failure. I feel like it just didn't work out. And I did everything I could on my end. I'm not saying I'm perfect, y'all. I'm not saying that, oh, you know, I get it right all the time. No, I don't, I don't. But I do know that now, I have the ability to look in the face, to look myself in the face, to look into the mirror and look at the person that's staring back at me and say, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. You are strong. You are amazing. There's nobody like you. And look at you. You have overcome all these things. And there are times where the old hurt, the old trauma comes to haunt me. It makes me feel like, oh, you're never going to find anybody. Oh, uh, you're stuck with the way the dating world is. Mm-mm, I don't accept that. I hear everybody complaining talking about how miserable they are dating. Mm-mm. Nope. It's not going to be me. I'm not saying that every date is great. It's not. But I'm not saying, I, but I'm also saying like I've had some really great ones. Like I've had some really good, I've met some great people, right? But well, that's not my focus. My focus is continuing to grow as an individual and continuing to trust and believe that there is the man for me, right? So I'm gonna leave that alone. You know, Valentine's coming up, so I get a little lovey dovey, also bear with me (laughs) nothing wrong with love y'all like I don't care y'all there's some of y'all that are haters and they're like oh me you just love love miss hopeless romantic yes I am and guess what men out there that are hopeless romantics too and I will find one (laughs) where y'all at I'm right here hey (laughs) all right y'all so anxiety does a lot to your body it causes a lot of damage it um, causes you to have tense muscles, and I know because when I was going through all that anxiety, oh my gosh! Every time I would go get a massage, they're like, "Your muscles are so tight," and it's crazy because your body stays place of survival mode, you know, and that it, it, it survival mode is there to help you survive dangerous situations, like if a tiger's chasing you and wants to eat you, you know, so. There's no tiger chasing you that wants to eat you. Some of you have been in survival mode because of the trauma you experienced as a child or maybe in high school, maybe you know, last year, maybe 5 years ago, maybe yesterday. But the my my point is like it could have happened a um, long time ago and you stayed in that survival mode. It's time for you to get um out of that survival mode. You survived. Especially if you're out of that situation, you're not in danger anymore. Your life is not in danger or you're not in an abusive situation or you're not dealing with that this is boss or whatever. I know everybody throws that word around, but that that horrible person, whatever, or, or situation that that you have no control over, but you're stuck dealing with that. If you're out of that situation already and you have survived and you see where you are now, you're in a safe place it's time to get out of that survival mode because that survival mode was there to help you survive that situation. But now that you're out of that situation, you need to get in a place where you have peace, a place where you understand that you survived. So now it's time for you to thrive. That's where you need to get because being in survival mode means you're with that anxiety. Your body is tense and breathing you uh your heartbeat it just affects everything it affects everything and you will make rash decisions because you're like in this type of like oh my god i gotta do this oh my gosh i gotta do this uh and if it doesn't get done whatever it is right and i gotta make a decision now and i gotta please this person and i gotta please that person i see people juggling so many things around and I remember being like that I remember being like oh my god I'm so worried about my brother because this and I'm worried about my son I'm worried about my granddaughter I'm worried about this and oh my gosh I'm worried about this person at work and oh my god they don't like me over here and how am I gonna please them and so and so doesn't like this person and what that's too much that's too much and I got time for that okay y'all don't like each other y'all deal with it not my problem you know, and, and and I also learned, and I know I've shared this before, look at what's on your plate, the problems and the stresses and the worries that are on your plate. Examine those things and look at what really is your responsibility. If some of those things are not your responsibility, there's somebody else's responsibility, get it off your plate. Let them deal with it. That is not being selfish. That is not being mean. That's not being ugly. No, people need to figure stuff out. Just like you have to figure stuff out and you have to take care of yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to understand and know how important you are. You're amazing. You're wonderful. You're important. You matter. And if you take care of you, then you can help other people as long as it does not disturb your journey or your peace. Okay. You need to make yourself a priority. You need to take care of you. You need to love on you. That's all I have for you. Um, and I'm going to share some things. And I'm excited because I'm going to have this guest. And he has like high energy. And he makes me like, boom, yeah, let's do this. you know. <laughs> so that'll be probably towards the end of February. And um, let me know what kind of content y'all want for February. Like last year, I, <laughs> I came with the nonsense. You know, I did the whole side piece, uh, male side piece, the Sancha that have been cheated on women that have been cheated on cheaters men and women cheaters you know uh, <laughs> so this year uh, let's let's do uh you know positive things <laughs> you know because those are all things that we do do deal with but we don't have to talk about love there are a lot of other things that we could talk about in February so let's do this let's get this going let's get started you know hopefully some of you will join me on that journey and hopefully it will change your life in the sense of it'll change how you're thinking. Of course, it's all on you. It's not anything that I can do for you. Like I told you, I'm not, uh, I'm not a therapist. I'm just V. I'm just a person. I'm just a woman that has gone through things. And I want to share with you how I have overcome a lot of things. I am not supposed to be the person that I am right now. That's what my trauma tells me. My trauma has told me that I don't deserve a lot of things. I don't deserve deserve to be, deserve to be happy. But truth tells me that I was, that I am not a mistake. Truth tells me that I'm meant to be here. Truth tells me that I'm an overcomer. Truth tells me that I'm worthy of love. Truth tells me that I can overcome, that I can, conquer those things that have been holding me back. That's what truth tells me. And I hope that's what truth is telling you. If it's not, if that's not what you're hearing, I promise you, I promise you that is a voice of a lie. It is a lie. It is a belief that you have embraced based on things that have happened to you or that have been told to you. And those things have to be canceled and removed from your life. You're the only one that can do it. Right. And if you can't do it alone and you need some help because your trauma is so difficult to deal with and to face. Seek professional help. Please get that help that you need. All right. Bueno, that's all I got for y'all. Remember what you don't repair, you're going to repeat. That's just a given. You know, it's like the insanity. You keep doing the same thing over and over and expect a different outcome. Insanity. That makes no sense. Okay. If you don't, if you don't repair that trauma, if you don't face it, you don't deal with it. And if you, then what's going to happen is you're going to continue to repeat the cycles that you have seen your parents go through, your grandparents go through, and even cycles that you've gone through and you got out of. And then you're going to jump into that same cycle with a different person. That's what I'm talking about when I say, if you don't repair it, you're going to repeat it, right? So healing is possible. What does that mean? That means that you deserve healing. Healing is possible for you. Despite whatever you've been through, it is possible for you to heal Healing is not going to happen overnight. It is a process. Healing is also your responsibility. No one can do it for you. Okay, and then the other thing I wanted to share with you and I'm going to remind you every single time you hear my voice is refocus and restart as many times as you have to because there are going to be some days where you feel like I sucked today or today sucked or I I, I dropped the ball today. Well, guess what? Regroup. Regroup refocus, restart, okay? And that's what I'm gonna keep telling y'all too with this 75 hard, regroup, restart. Restart as many times as you have to. You mess up tonight, restart tomorrow. I mean, you have to throw the whole (laughs) diet away or the whole progress, therapy you've been doing, whatever it is that you're focusing on. Does not mean, oh, I'm gonna give up, I can't do this? No, you just start again, all right? All right, so y'all take care of yourselves I hope that 2023 has been good to you so far. I will catch you soon. I know I need to, oh, I will be sharing some things, you know, where I'll be at, um, hanging out. Um, I think on the 14th, I'm gonna go see a comedy show and I'll let y'all know because I believe it's a free event for single people. You married people, coupled people, leave us alone. This is for us. (laughs) All right, y'all take care. Have an amazing week. And I hope that you are blessed. And just like that, we wrap up another episode. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram under Voice of V. And the podcast can also be found on your favorite streaming platform. Make sure you click the add button. That way you are notified every week when a new episode drops. Thanks for all the support. This is your girl V and I'm out.